Welcome to Two Open Doors, the podcast that explores our power to open or close the doors of relationship with the important people in our lives. We hope you'll learn from and share your wisdom with our community. Thanks for joining us. As we've seen in prior episodes, intimate relationships offer many distinct benefits. That makes it important for us to determine what our relationship goals are for each of our close connections. One of the larger challenges that can confront us in relationships is a misalignment between what we'd like a relationship to be and what it actually offers us. That is, what we want or need may not be the same as what our partner is offering us based on their own needs and desires. Such a mismatch can have grave consequences for the relationship, ranging up to and including the loss of that connection. In this episode, we'll explore this potential conflict, as well as how we can navigate it to maintain healthy and mutually satisfying intimate relationships. As we've discussed in prior episodes, there are many different things that people can seek in their intimate relationships. On the physical plane, they may desire touch, that is, sensual connection, or sexual opportunities. Mentally, they may seek companionship and the varied interactions that go with that. Emotionally, people seek validation, acceptance, love, and other affirmations that they are seen and appreciated. On a spiritual plane, some seek a sense of communion and transcendence, through which they and their partners feel part of something greater than themselves. Of course, any relationship is likely to have the capacity to satisfy several of these possible goals. Each relationship is different, so each brings unique value. That's why it's healthy for even those who are in deeply committed relationships to also maintain other connections, such as satisfying friendships. That's also why those who maintain polyamorous relationships look to each relationship for different things, perhaps deep emotional connection and a sense of security in a primary or anchor relationship extended by one or more valued but less deeply vested other intimate relationships. Those who practice polyamory have chosen not to rely on or burden any one partner with the expectation of satisfying all of that person's needs and desires for relationship satisfaction, in contrast with monogamous relationships. Monogamy and polyamory are different strategies for addressing one's relationship goals, and both present valid choices for a given individual. Once we realize the many things that relationships have to offer us, we need to decide what we seek from each of our close relationships. After all, our time and energy are finite, so it's important to know where we want to put our limited resources and what we hope to have others contribute to our life. Making these difficult choices requires that we know ourselves well. If we don't, we stand a good chance of establishing connections that don't satisfy our true needs, or which even distract us from the things that truly bring us satisfaction. Such a course can leave us feeling empty, frustrated, or even heartbroken at pursuing a connection that is unsatisfying or unreciprocated. For better or for worse, self-knowledge can take us only so far. It helps us set fruitful relationship goals for ourselves, but it offers no control over our success in fulfilling those goals. Some goals, such as a potential for a deep and lasting connection, are inherently much harder to satisfy than are others, such as simpler friendships. The heart wants what the heart wants, but setting unrealistic relationship goals can be a path to ongoing frustration. Relationships are complicated and multidimensional, so finding a possible connection in which the partner's desires are well aligned involves luck as well as patience, open-mindedness, and a willingness to invest in a relationship. 
the probability of finding such a well-aligned match may not be high. It's a game of numbers. Knowing what we seek in an intimate relationship prepares us for assessing each new possible connection. Even with that knowledge, though, we may or may not be a good judge of what a relationship can realistically deliver. When we're under the influence of strong emotions, such as in the excitement of meeting an intriguing new person, that is, experiencing NRE or new relationship energy, or when facing our own pent-up thirst for connection, we may not be able to objectively gauge relationship possibilities. We may see what we want to see, rather than what's there. More subtly, we may see things in a new person that potentially ring alarm bells for us, but we may choose to turn a blind eye, or assume that we can change that in future. In proceeding, despite such warning signs, we may end up building a relationship on a foundation of sand, as many a failed committed relationship can attest. Difficult as it is, it's important to do one's best to optimistically but realistically assess the potential for a new relationship early on. That's a lot easier to do before one becomes significantly invested in a relationship. It's also a lot less painful. When two people want the same thing from their relationship, wonderful things can happen. Such a situation is a win-win. Both partners receive what they're looking for. Each partner provides what the other needs, so energy flows in both directions through the relationship, preventing either partner from feeling depleted or taken advantage of. Being in a well-aligned relationship is no guarantee that the partners will not experience conflict or difference. In fact, it can be argued that one of the important aspects of being in a well-functioning relationship is that it provides a caring crucible in which each partner can encounter and strive to address their shadow. The Jungian concept of shadow refers to those subconscious things within each person that are rejected or buried or neglected, the parts of oneself that one's ego disowns and thus often seeks to project onto others. We can't change what we're not consciously aware of, and change is a prerequisite for growth and improvement. Thus, the conflicts that can arise in a well-aligned relationship provide opportunities for us to become better people, both for ourselves and for our partner. That refining process may involve some pain, but the caring that lies at the core of a committed, well-aligned relationship provides a stable arena in which the partners can do this deep work on themselves. The result can be even better alignment and relationship quality. For relationships that prove to be badly aligned in terms of relationship goals, three broad resolutions are possible. First, the source of conflict can be resolved with both partners deciding to pursue their shared goals. This is a happy resolution, but probably an infrequent one. In many or most cases of conflict, one or both partners are so wedded to getting what they want that they are unwilling to entertain making changes or concessions. That can result in checkmate for the relationship. Second, the conflict can also be resolved if one or both partners become so dissatisfied with the conflicting goals that they choose to terminate the relationship. That can be a source of heartbreak for one or both, but from a long-term perspective, it frees the partners to pursue other, perhaps better-fitting relationships, and it also, at least eventually, removes the partners from their ongoing pain and conflict. Such a choice requires grieving and then healing. And third, the partners can choose to avoid making any significant changes to their relationship, be it staying and coming together or leaving. In many respects, if that situation persists for a long time, it's the worst possible resolution. 
It locks the partners together in unending and seemingly unresolvable conflict, precluding relief through either improved alignment or parting ways to seek other options. We humans are built in such a way that we put more emphasis on avoidance of pain than we do on the pursuit of promising opportunities. Because of that, when we conclude that we want something different from our relationship than does our intimate partner, we tend to try to keep what we have rather than risk the pain of losing a valued relationship. Such a choice locks us into the third of the discrepancy resolution scenarios that we identified. Maintaining the status quo, whose ongoing pain and conflict seems less threatening than does the pain of potential breakup or relationship change. Faith in the possibility of a better future, shared with a better aligned partner, can help us break free from remaining trapped in the amber of a poorly aligned current intimate connection. It takes courage and compassion for us and for our current partner to choose such a path. That seems preferable and kinder, though, than remaining in a relationship that may not be providing the essential nutrients that we or our current partner need. To learn more about Two Open Doors and to engage with our community, I'd like to invite you to visit the Two Open Doors private Facebook group for posts and discussion and the Two Open Doors meetup group for events. I also invite you to contact me directly by writing to me at claude, C-L-A-U-D-E, at twoopendoors.com. I'd love to hear from you, and I'll use your inputs to guide my work on future blog posts and podcast episodes. Thanks for visiting Two Open Doors.